Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast. This is episode 631 for the 28th of Av in a regular year. So we've been talking about gardening and uh, the miraculous nature of of gardening. Yesterday's episode was really all about that, especially the idea that if you plant a seed in the ground, you know, we take it for granted in our lives that we plant an apple seed in the ground and apple tree grows. Like we're like, yeah, that's science. That's how it works. But it's really miraculous if you really think about it. And what we learned about yesterday is that the actual power to make the apple tree grow and the seed grow into an apple tree actually isn't coming from the seed at all. It's actually coming from the ground beneath it. It's coming from the earth and how that earth has vested within it the power of growth, the miraculous power of growth that God uh, put into the world that can give, um, that can initiate the growth of an infinite number of things in the world, an infinite amount of life so that, you know, when we plant an apple seed in the ground, that earth is going to sprout forth an apple tree by actually making the seed disintegrate first. So it's actually not coming from the seed itself. The seed is disintegrating into the earth so that it can get the power, the power of growth within the earth and thus allow the apple tree to grow. But we can also have a pear tree grow from that same earth or a grapevine or whatever it is. An infinite number of things can all come from that same power of the earth. Today, we're going to talk about how this applies spiritually, because everything in our physical world has a spiritual counterpart to it. So uh, what we started talking about this, um, and we, you know, we know we should know where we're going so far. In the past few episodes, we've been talking about um, how this is all everything we're learning, and we're in the middle of Epistle 8 of Igaris HaKodesh, is all based around this one phrase in davening that the altar Rebbe pointed out of that he who plants staka um, sows salvation. So today, today's the final paragraph in this um, in this epistle, and we're going to bring it home. We're going to bring it all together. We're going to talk about really what that means and how the way that we spiritually garden, the way that we uh, plant spiritual seeds is through the giving of tzedakah and that the giving of tzedakah what that does is it says the tzedakah coins can be thought of as little seeds that we're planting in the higher spiritual realms and that what this does is that this uh, this arouses a power of growth in the spiritual realm namely god's attribute of chesed which then showers down into the world so it's like sort of like is a key that unlocks this in, uh, inherent power of chesed that exists in Shemaim, when we give that coin to tzedakah, this arouses this power of, uh, of descent, this power of chesed up on high. And um, 
furthermore, what we'll learn kind of in the conclusion of today's episode is that giving tzedakah in the land of Israel or to the land of Israel is especially powerful because throughout the world, while there is this connection between you know the spiritual realms and the physical realms everywhere in the world, not only in the land of Israel, uh, outside of the land of Israel, there's a little bit of a block. There's a little bit more of a process that this descent of blessings needs to go through versus the way that God is manifest in the land of Israel is a little bit more direct. It has less barriers through it. Um, that it needs to go through, that needs to pass through. So this is why giving tzedakah to the land of Israel in the land of Israel is actually especially powerful. And you know the reason why um, the altar is really emphasizing this point is this epistle, along with many other epistles, uh, was his way of really encouraging the Hasidim to give money to the Jews that were his Hasidim who were found in the land of Israel at that time, who were really, you know, didn't have a lot of money at all. So with all of that being said, let's get into the text. And for context, again, we're still in the middle of Epistle 8 of Yeris HaKodesh. We're that nearing the end of Epistle 8. This is the last paragraph of Epistle 8. So here we go. It begins, and he says that it is just like this, um, by way of analogy, uh, this what is just like this, just like this what we talked about yesterday the whole idea of the power of gardening the the way that we plant a seed into the ground and the seed disintegrates and uh, that arouses the power of growth within within the earth so just like this is how it works by way of analogy when we give staka that when we're giving staka this is our way of lifting up the feminine waters to their source above which is called Knesset Yisrael that's the source of uh, of, of our Jewish souls is the congregation of Israel. Or another term for this uh, Knesset Yisrael is called Imatata. That's the lower mother or Shechina, we can also call it. So all of this, so that's kind of like the soil. We can think of the soil, the, the Shechina or the Imatata or Knesset Yisrael as being like the soil. So when we give Tzedakah, we stimulate this Shechina, this soil, so to speak, right? And just like the soil is made up of all of the different types of fruits and vegetables and things like that in its in potential, it has within it the power to grow all of these things. So too is the Shechina, Knesset Yisrael, Imatata, whatever you want to call it, does it contain, is it made up of all of the attributes of God and they are, and, and, and they're totally unified with him? And the first one of these attributes is the attribute of chesed. And so now what's happening, since the, the initial attribute of, is the attribute of chesed, and we know that this shechina is made up of all the attributes of God, so thus what's happening is that when we give tzedakah, then this elevation causes an arousal of the chesed of God, the, the actual chesed of God, which is the revelation of his light to come down and to radiate here into the souls of the Jewish people in a way that is really revealed and that's very intense during tefillah especially like at, at least during tefillah if not at other times and so even though it's true that we say about God that ligdurato en that's from Tehillim chapter 145 verse 3 which means his greatness is unfathomable uh, to the point to the extent that as we've been saying a few times here that this is from the Zohar that nothing everything is as if not in comparison to him nevertheless so it's like it's basically really emphasizing this idea of how great God is and how unfathomable God, God is there's this principle that comes from the Gemara, Megillah, page 31a, where it says, 
and vatanuto. So, which means the place that you find his greatness, there you find his humility. So there's always this like paradox at play, right? So it's like we see the greatness of God, but part of that greatness of God is actually his humility, his ability to reveal himself and to be drawn down in this way, like water that comes down. And now the altar says that this is why it says, and this is from Tehillim, chapter 112, verse 4. He's shown in the darkness as a light unto the upright. He that is gracious and merciful and a tzaddik. So basically by virtue of the fact that we are being acting in a way of if we act in this way that's merciful, that's... Um, gracious and that's like a tzaddik meaning that like we behave we act what does it mean that we're acting like a tzaddik it means that we we like doing staka basically like we enjoy stakot ahiv it's called like we enjoy this process of doing staka this causes the light of god to uh to grow in in his soul that is found that is vested within his body that's standing in the darkness which is called again the mashcha dechivia i think i pronounced it incorrectly somebody pointed it out to me in a previous episode i i apologize the hide of the snake it's called that's what the body is called the mashcha dechivia this is in the tikkun zohar and so again, just to kind of recap what we've learned so far about this. So just like when you plant a seed in the ground, so what happens is to our eyes, it looks like you plant that seed and then from the seed, this tree or plant grows. No, that's not what's happening. The, the tree or the plant actually comes from the land, comes from the ground itself that contains within it the power, the vegetative power to produce all kinds of different fruits and trees and plants and all kinds of things like that and the this the plant the seed that we plant into the ground that is just what's known as the eserisa dilatata that is the arousal from below that stimulates this power of growth for the power of growth to manifest itself and this is a feminine type of arousal it's like the arousal of feminine waters is it's considered capitalistically and so now the same process is at play when we give staka that's the staka the coin you can picture it like you're putting this coin in the stucca box kind of like you're planting it in the ground it's kind of like that idea but in this case instead of planting it in the ground what you're doing is you're planting it in this higher shina in this also it's called like the lower mother and in this uh the source of all jewish souls so that source of all jewish souls is again it's it contains within it it's one with god so it contains within it all of god's soul powers so again we are like the feminine in relation to god so when we put this coin in the stucca box, this is our stimulation from below. This is our arousal from below, our asurusa delatata. And then that stimulates above, that causes God to respond in kind. And because when we're stimulating all of God's midos in the shechina, his up topmost midah, like the initial midah from which all midos come from, is chasad. And so that chasad now is the one that responds in kind and that gets showered forth. And so this is the whole idea of like why we're supposed to specifically like giving tzedakah is a form of chasset, right? So it's like we can give tzedakah with money. That's like the most like visual, like uh, like obvious way that we can give tzedakah, but we can also give tzedakah by doing acts of kindness, acting in gracious ways, acting in merciful ways. And this too stimulates God's uh, merciful attribute above. And so now the, and, and this and this is what causes Hashem's light to, to shine into your soul. And so now this is 
what is this light that shines into the soul, this is what's called salvation, says the altar Abba. And it actually transforms darkness into light. And this is now we can understand the very beginning citation that we had in the beginning where it said, that when you when you plant staka, when when staka is planted, this sprouts Yeshua, this sprouts salvation. Because now with all that we've learned, we can actually understand this because this salvation that gets sprouted out from uh, planting staka in the ground that gets planted in the supernal land above, which is called the Echefetz, like the desirable land, which is the Shechina and, and the Knesset Yisrael. And so why are the Shechina and the Knesset Yisrael called the Eretz Chefetz, the desired land? Because specifically the Shechina and the Knesset Yisrael, these are the, the parts of God that come down and actually become vested here in the lower world. So it's called, it's like an Eretz, it's like a land, right? As we know, it's related to Hashem's attribute of Malchus, Shechina, Malchus. All these world words are very related. Shechina, Knesset Yisrael, Malchus. So, uh, so it's related to this idea of Hashem's Malchus, and we know that Hashem's Malchus specifically is the part of God that gets gets vested here in this world. As it says in Tehillim, chapter one hundred and forty-five, verse thirteen, Malchutcha, Malchut Your sovereignty, your reign, is the sovereignty of all the worlds. So we know again that Malchus is the uh, is the attribute of sovereignty. And then the altar but concludes this whole idea of again the really emphasizing like the main again the main theme of this epistle is to give tzedakah and that and we've learned how powerful that tzedakah is because it's like planting a seed in the ground that produces this like infinite like type of fruit kind of tree that's so disproportionate to that seed that you planted that's the power of tzedakah that brings down this chesed from Hashem in this very 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 powerful way and now the altar but says that this is specifically true when we plant in Israel and in, in the in the Eretz Hakodesh down here, which is which which corresponds to the holy land above. So remember how we just said that the Shechina we can also call Eretz Chefetz that it's the desired land. So here in this world we actually have a parallel to that, like in a more like a tangible way, and that's the land of Israel. So that's why when we plant staka in the land of Israel, then this then this causes like an immediate absorption into the higher land above without any kind of ikuvim, any kind of hindrances, any obstacles or anything like that because there's nothing that stops between it. So it's like obviously, basically, obviously if you give tzedakah anywhere, if you give tzedakah when you're in New York or LA or wherever you are, it's very powerful and it's going to have this effect. But the altar is saying that there's something special about giving land in the land of Israel or to the land of Israel, basically, that... Uh, that that it's like it causes this more direct kind of effect because the land of Israel corresponds directly to this land it's above the the desired land above and and another way to refer to the land of Israel is Shara Hashamayim. This is a citation from Breshis twenty eight seventeen, which is the gate of heaven, because this is like again it's like this this and this is specifically a reference to the to the temple and and. In Israel, and it's the it's the gate to heaven. Basically, it's like this. It's again, it's a direct channel to God, and this is not the case in outside of the land of Israel. And this is suffice for the understanding, says the Altar Abbas. So that is it for today. So again, the conclusion, the ultimate conclusion, is to give tzedakah and just the power of tzedakah, and that like it, we shouldn't think that it's like 
our tzedakah is so powerful in the sense that like we put like like it's not like karma like people think of it often as like a kind of karmic kind of thing it's not like i give a little bit i get a little bit back you know like a tip for tat kind of thing no it's way more disproportionate than that i give a little bit of tzedakah and that arouses within god a disproportionate response whereby his chassid shines down in the world in this very disproportionate measure that can be likened to just like you plant a seed in the ground and it produces this tree or this plant or whatever it is that just produces disproportionate sprouts or fruits and again this is especially true in the land of israel because the land of israel has this more direct connection to god there's less like blockages along the way so that is it for today and we'll continue tomorrow and i'll speak to you then Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzchak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.